Blog Talk Radio. This show is sponsored by CoventryCreations.com. If I should stay, I would only be in your way. So I'll go. But I know I'll think of you every step of the way. And I
And good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Keep It Magic. My name is Jackie Smith, and I'm here with my co-host, Storm Sestivani, and we have just a titillating show for you today, all about love magic. And what a great show, what a great song to start with. Um, giving a little shout-out to Whitney and, and a little shout-out to love. If you have any questions for Storm, myself, or Dorothy concerning love and love spells, give us a call. The number is 760-539-3235. And make sure to check out our sponsor at CoventryCreations.com. If you have a problem, and Lord knows you might have one about love if you're listening to the show today, we've got a ton of love candles for you. But whether your problem is about love or money or breakups or career, we have a candle, incense, and an oil for that. To reach Storm off the air, you can go to psychicfriendsnow.com or you can like his fan page on Facebook at facebook.com slash astrogossip. To reach me off the air, you can go to coventrycreations.com. You can look for me on Facebook under Coventry Creations or Coventry Candles. And you can also friend the show on Facebook on Keep It Magic or keep it magic on Facebook or keeping it magic on on Facebook and our show website which is always a gem and a pleasure to go to and read all the great articles including a bunch of new ones by um, Dorothy Morrison which is www.keepitmagic.com and here we are Storm welcome hey happy Valentine's Day darling oh thank you the love of my life <laughs> I'm gonna get her clipped Okay, are we done? Yeah, we're done. Thank goodness. So we had a big weekend in this universe oh. of ours, in this American universe of ours, in this. I'm going Tony to quit. I'm ours. going to quit. Going to go download our music before the show because this last week I ended up downloading like ten songs. <laughs> <laughs> Keep switching up. <laughs> Um, and, you know, with full disclosure, we were not going to play I Will Always Love You. Um, uh, and it is a song that um, is often seen in a lot of karaoke bars. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, that's all that you can get is your Aunt Frances, you know, singing I Will Always Love You out of tune, out of your head now when 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 you hear it. But it but it is a beautiful song. Um, uh you know what, listening to it again, because I haven't heard it from uh, front to back in a long time, because I usually go, switch the channel. She does have some great control and range with that. She's got a great emotion with that song. And since I've been practicing my own songs and I'm understanding that a little more, I'm like, oh, i, I got to give a little a little props here. Because, wow, I have to give some respect here. I need to <laughs> be a little more respectful than saying, I'm giving you props. Yeah. But, but um, um, we uh, we were not going to play any Whitney songs because I'm not a huge fan of Whitney. I'm sorry. Don't send hate mail. I think you have an opinion. We want hate mail. It means people are listening to the show. Okay. Glad. <laughs> send your hate mail. Um, but um, I I ixnayed the Whitney Houston idea last week. <laughs> I said. I kind of I want to just say no. Can we do something else? And um, so Storm blames me. Yeah, I, he blames me for Whitney's demise. Well, we have to, to for those that have been living under a rock and do not know. 
um, Whitney Houston passed away on Saturday evening at 48 years old. Um, of course, obsessively, because you know I get obsessive about this stuff, Jackie, right. I immediately have to cast the death charge. Um, I immediately have to go into Whitney Houston's horoscope. And when I looked at the death chart, immediately what I saw, um, of course, you, you know, it, it was quite obvious, you know, that what had happened. And I'm not going to discuss her uh, death chart much. Um, but one of the things when I was looking at her natal chart that I did see is that there's two interesting factors in her natal chart. Number one, if somebody was to come to me raw and I not know that this was Whitney Houston, okay, I would probably talk to them about needing to be different than what uh, conformed society wants her to be, that she's going to have to live out that in some form of way, because if she doesn't, she's then going to project it into a relationship. Um, she was born in 1963, of course, during um, the Uranus-Pluto conjunction, um, which is about um, uh, changes in regards to the way that we look at and view life. And, of course, of course it gave rise to um, the Vietnam War and established structure at that particular point started to change. And we had, um, uh, you know, the riots at, at um, Stonewall in New York City with uh, uh, the gay rights activists. We had the women's movement. We had the hippies and the flower children. And this was very much an aspect that had to do with going up against conventional society. Then what you have with Whitney is she has Neptune in her eighth house. Um, Neptune in the eighth house, as I've mentioned on this show before, it has to do with um, uh, unresolved psychological complex that are passed down from your from your from your parents usually. So it's kind of like a, a parental, or if you want to go into like a generational type of curse um, uh, mm-hmm. uh, talk about that, yeah. viewpoint um, uh, that Neptune uh, is a very very particularly difficult planet to have in the eighth house because the eighth house is of course also the house of death by the um, way the show we talked about that on was um honor thy mother and their father yeah their father with reservations that was the week between christmas and new year's right yeah it okay. it, it was and uh looking up it, it, it was a very very um uh meaty show so we talked about that during the show well with neptune being in whitney's eighth house um, Whitney, seriously, that whole family, you know, her mother, her father, um, you know, her brother had a drug problem. Dionne Warwick, um, who I happen to know, um, uh, had, a, you know, a marijuana problem that was publicized um, where she was arrested in Mexico or something, you know, with, with marijuana. Um, uh, and, you know, it seems to be that this family has a Neptunian type of curse on it. And Wait, is Dionne... I'm 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 being a little naive here. Deanna okay. Warwick is is Whitney's cousin. Okay, all right. Aretha is Whitney's aunt. Really? Who Aretha has her own addiction problems, um, uh, and whether it be to food or she's uh, had some drug issues in the past as well. Um, so in many ways, if you look at this in a very basic way, okay, I would state if this was a person that had come to me and I didn't know who they were and didn't know their history in any way, um, I would have said, um, uh, you know, that there is a, a very, very 
thirst, a strong thirst for the spirit in this particular family, um, whether that that be uh, religious, whether that that be um, drugs and alcohol, whether that that be disillusion in some form or way. Unfortunately, you know, the, the very planet that gave Whitney her um, incredible voice and incredible talent and um, enormous amounts of potential is also what led to her particular demise as well. Okay. So you're saying within her chart that this challenge was laid out for her. Yeah. And, and one thing we talk about um, with the astrological charts, that it gives you an insight for you to do something with, not permission to to fall further into it. Yeah, she could she could have channeled this in a well she did. She channeled it into her music in a very, very um uplifting uh you know, much of her songs um had to do with you know, I'm every woman overcoming adversity. Um uh you know, much of her stuff is very spiritually based, uh, uplifting with a with a gospel tinge to it. Mm-hmm. Um Unfortunately, with Whitney, I don't think that she was able to express her real true identity. She wasn't able to break out of that particular box um, uh, that society had set up for her uh, in many ways and do her own thing. She's always been heavily, heavily managed. Um, And because she wasn't able to express that artistic fervor and rebel against um, what people had laid out to her, of course, you know, the negative side of Neptune, of course, is going to come up. Well, Okay, and and I I understand this, and I and I've met a few different celebrities in my life, um, some bigger than others, um, but I have to say there comes a point, and and this is not to disrespect Whitney, she's obviously had a rough journey, and and um and her life is laid out. One of the things about celebrities, your life is laid out in, in the press, and that's something I don't envy at all, but um, at some point whether you're a celebrity or some schlep driving a bus, you have to take authority over your own life. Mm-hmm. And if you never do that, you will always be at the whim of other people. Mm-hmm. And um, and it doesn't matter, what was my post on Saturday? It doesn't, you know, you think that once you make enough money, all your problems will be solved, or once you accomplish X, Y, and Z in your life, um, life will be perfect. But really, at the end of the day, you have to go to bed with all of your actions. Mm-hmm. And worse yet, wake up with them again in the morning. New level, new devil. And exactly. So what it is, it's not, we're reminded that it's not the destination, but the journey that counts. And I didn't understand that for a long time in my life. I really thought, you know, I have to hit this, I have to hit this. But then I realized one thing big time for me lately is I realized I was going for the destination again and not the journey. Uh And I was measuring myself against my future self. The self I should be, could be, would be. And I can never measure up to that person. I cannot. It is impossible for me to measure up to this fantasy of who I think I should be at the end of the journey. Uh I can't do it. Nobody can do it. And I think that some of the that's that's like that falling in love with your own celebrity, which is why we so love Dorothy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we'll bring her on in, in just a moment. But in that falling in love with that celebrity, that fantasy, um, I want to talk about one more thing that that I saw happen that came from the Grammys. Uh-huh. 
which is Chris Brown. Now, I didn't see the Grammys. I saw some of the after effect, and you said you saw Chris Brown on, on stage. I only saw one thing. Um, Taking his junk. <laughs> he was wearing these pants where all of his stuff was just a flopping and a bluesing, and, and I'm sure that every girl from the ages of 18 to 25 was just you know, you know, uh, you couldn't help but notice it. In fact, our friend Drew um, told me he goes, um, you know, that he was ashamed of Chris Brown basically for lip syncing. And I said, I wasn't looking at his lips. <laughs> I'm sure I wouldn't have been either. But here's the thing that made me throw up a little bit in my mouth: all the girls tweeting and Facebooking and talking about how Chris Brown could beat them any day. Ooh, he's a fine thing. He can beat them anytime. Uh-huh. They can smack him around, her, her around in the bedroom. Rihanna was stupid for leaving him. Chris Brown is fine. He can blacken my eye any day. And it, that... It, it's disturbing. It's disturbing. Very, very disturbing. And I think it's a glimpse, Jackie, into Neptune, which is the planet that has to do with entertainment and glamour and fashion and uh, all of the things that we use as an escapism. Um, It's moved out of Aquarius, where um, it's been about social networking and uh, reality TV and everybody having their five minutes of fame and um, the, uh, the physical world becoming much larger and in the, in the end becoming much smaller because everybody's now connected with everybody. Um, Neptune is now in Pisces. The planet of dysfunction is in the sign that is most associated with dysfunction and self-undoing. It's going to be very, very interesting to see what happens over the next 14 years. What I thought was the most disgusting, Jackie, was them basically condemning Rihanna for standing up to herself and saying, no, I'm, I'm not going to tolerate this. This was well. Here's the disturbing thing for me, and I understand what you're saying. I love how you bring in um, the change astrologically because it brings some answers to some things that don't, that seem unanswerable. Yeah. And and we're gonna flip over to Dorothy in just a second, but I just want everyone to pay attention to how much violence is in advertising uh-huh. for women, violence against women in advertising. Um, I've seen a couple of things that I've gone through. Like if you go through the higher end magazines. There was this one disturbing, and I can't can't remember who it was, but it was somebody I went, oh, wow, I can't remember who it was, but I'll say I'll never buy from them. That's okay, I can't afford them anyway. Um, (laughs) One of the images (laughs) was a woman hanging out of a trunk, acting like a dead body with bruises on her. Uh Another one was an image of a woman with a black eye um, sitting down where you can see man's legs behind her. Uh-huh. This is disgusting, and and we find that it's fashion. Yeah. And and so I think this is something that that and but I got to wrap it around to Whitney looking at um, um, Bobby as this hero in her life and somebody she's hanging with. But there was a lot of abuse there too. But there's that bad boy syndrome. She couldn't live out her own need to um, rebel against uh, a traditionalized structure. So what did she do? She married it. Right. So, um, you know, we're just going to give a little, send a little energy out to um, uh, Whitney because we're talking about her. So we'll just send a little energy for her to... Give Whitney an applause. Yeah. um, Let's give Whitney an applause. Thank you for all the wonderful creative stuff you've given us over the years, Whitney. Yep. And and wish you well on your way. And and I'm going to send some energy out to... um, those young ladies who felt that 
being beaten by a sexy man is good. But you know what? I don't want to spend our whole show on this because this is about love, but yeah. then it kind of wraps into this. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It, it kind of like it, love at what cost. So what I'd like to do is... Um, Bring on the goddess of love. Is start a little a little love for um, Dorothy here. Um, and... Uh, uh, Invite her in and bring on our favorite witch, the head witch herself. I want to bring on little Dorothy Morrison. Well, thank Hi, Dorothy. you. How are y'all? We're doing great on this Valentine's Day. How are you doing? Just lovely. Just lovely. That 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 was really interesting. Um, the 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 discussion y'all were having about Whitney. You know, and I I think that a lo- and a lot of women. Um, go for the bad boy because the bad boy is exciting. And in in the back of the mind, you think, hmm, wonder if I can tame him. It's true. And, uh, you know, there's nothing worse than the thought of living the rest of your life with someone who's boring. Now, Dorothy, do you think that it would be more productive probably for these women when they're attracted to these bad boys to maybe sit down and ask themselves, why am I attracted to them, and maybe bring a little bit of bad girl into their life? You know what? It would be, but women are not going to do that. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's just plain and simple. You You know, I have never been where those girls were that Chris Brown could beat me any day. Oh, no. But, I, you know, I... Um, I was married to the bad boy, mm-hmm. and you know, it, people could could tell me all day long, if he'll do it with you, he'll do it to you, honey. But I wasn't going to believe that because that 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 was, you know, he might do that to somebody else, but he wasn't going to do that to me. And you, you know, women just are not real smart when it comes to, to matters of the heart. If they could get their heart and their head to work together. Or if we could, if we could make a magic potion that would make that happen, we'd be millionaires. It's because the heart, heart and head, head and the twitcher, Dorothy. Don't forget the twitcher. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> the twitcher usually starts going first. <laughs> yes. Yes, it does. <laughs> oh God. No, I, I that. You know, all three of us have experienced quite a bit of, oh, my God, how do I get him into my life? Oh, my God, I need somebody to love. I need a love spell. I mean, it's the love and money, love and money. That's it. That's all the questions that revolve around those two things 99% of the time. Well, yeah, yeah. And you know, you can't buy anything with it without money, and you don't want to live the, the rest of your life without love. Mm-hmm. So, so they are the the two most important things to the human condition. They really are companionship and survival. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So, when you have someone coming to you saying, "I need a love spell," "I need a love spell," "I need," lo- I mean, "I need someone new in my life," what's the first thing you talk to them about? You know, um, a couple of things. The 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 first thing. I tell them it's usually they, they they tell me I want a love spell because I want to find my soulmate. <laughs> and the first thing I say to them is you don't want your soulmate, honey. You know you want someone who's perfect for you. 
Um, you know, people have many different um, de- definitions of soulmates th- these days. But you know, it's you know, soulmates used to be discussed by people who believed in reincarnation. And if you believe in reincarnation, then you know, a soulmate is someone with whom you have prior history, prior intimate history. However, mm-hmm. that, that prior history does not have to be a good thing. What if they tried to kill you in a former life? Do you want them in your life? I don't think so. <laughs> and, and, you know, and the fact of the matter is, over hundreds of incarnations, you could have hundreds of thousands of soulmates because every time you, you are intimate with somebody, they get a tiny fragment of your soul. So, you know, so that's something to, yeah, so, so that's something, you know, to, to consider. Um, the other thing is I tell them to make a list. Okay. And write down every single characteristic they want this perfect love to have. And, you know, and I'm not just talking about um, things like, oh, um, you know, you know, needs to, 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 to bring me flowers and make me laugh. I'm talking about the, the you know, let, let's get down and dirty with it, okay? If green eyes and red hair turn you on, put that down. Because, because I think it's you, a wonderful quality to go for, just saying. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't imagine and why, Jackie. you've seen a picture of me, I have red hair and blue-green eyes. Yes, you do. <laughs> You know, but but the first thing I would put on that list is has his own money. Amen, sister. And doesn't mind spending it on me. (laughs) Oh, that's that's a good qualification. I I have stories about that, too. Because most women, you know, know, especially women who like bad boys, usually wind up being a meal ticket. Mm -hmm. And you don't want to do that. Okay, so so this person needs to have their own money. They they need to make a living. They need to have a job. All these things need need to be put down. I mean, th- these are important things. The other thing is, I would also write down um, things like um, put the toilet seat down. If that's something that makes you crazy, to wa- to wander into the bathroom in the middle of the night, plop your butt on on the toilet and fall in, you know. I've been there, done that. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, so, <Right. laughs> so you know, you know, you know, really, really think about this. Um, a- another thing is sexual orientation. There is nothing worse than finding the love of your life, and you know, if you're straight, and discovering that that person is gay. <laughs> you know, that has happened before. So I've so, had that reading too. Yeah. So that's <laughs> never happened to me. <laughs> it's never happened to you. Good for you, Storm. You get the flip. <laughs> you get the flip uh, of that. Uh, but but you know, write write this stuff down. I, I think that that people don't realize that one of the most potent magics that we have at our disposal is the written word. When you write things down, they begin to happen and they begin to manifest. Because they're coming, and, you're pulling them out of your head. When it's all in your head, you, you're just—it's all air and wispy. You start pulling it out of your head down onto paper. Yeah, you're making it solid now. Mm-hmm. And um, 
And this is not this is not a list that it, somebody's going to be able to write in ten or fifteen minutes. Because what you were doing is you were drawing up the blueprint for your perfect love. Weird science, right there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so, so you need to take your time with it. Uh, you know, put you know put it aside, pick it up again. Re, you know, read through it, add things to it. You know, so, so, so on and so forth. Um, and another thing, you know, this is this is a great story. I have um, a friend in New Jersey who has has a store, a metaphysical store, and so she was looking for the perfect love, and and so she was she had written her list, and 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 I, you know, we had been discussing this on, on the phone, and I mean, this girl had everything on it. This person could not be a Leo, could not smoke, um, you know. On and on. I mean, astrological signs. You know, it could. You know, this person could be this sign, this sign, or this sign, but none of these other signs. Blah 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 blah. And I thought, gosh, that's a little ridiculous. But okay. And um, so she was really going to make this hard on the universe. Mm-hmm. One of the things she said was that this this love of her life had to listen when she spoke, had to pay attention to her when she spoke. And I thought, oh my God, because this girl. Never, there's not a comma in her vocabulary. <laughs> she talks nonstop. You can't get a word in edgewise. Oh, I think I see where this is going. Keep going, Dorothy. I want the punchline. <laughs> okay. So, so one of the things she she had on her list, um, you know, was you know had to you know always had had to you know look at her adoringly. Blah 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 blah. Never give her any lips. So on and so forth. So she does the spell. Mm-hmm. What she forgot to put on the list was that she wanted a human being. What she got, perfect, I mean, I mean, right down the line, everything, perfect uh, um, astrological sign, the whole nine yards. She wound up with a death Dalmatian, <laughs> and 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 so. And, and, and she taught him hand signals, and so every time she, you know, she would talk while she was doing it, and he would just look at her adoringly while her mouth was moving. He never interrupted her. He never gave her any lips. <laughs> it was perfect. But it was a dog, okay? So, so folks need to, you know, remember to put down human being, as ridiculous as that sounds. That's perfect. We're going to run for a break, but when we come back, we are going to talk about some of the myths around love spells. We're going to dispel, dispel some of the myths, um, those myths, and we're going to start talking about some tips and tricks on how to create some love spells for the person who is not there yet. So do not touch that dial. We will be right back. Oh, hide from the light 
tried it, but I couldn't stay away. I couldn't fight it. I had hoped you'd see my face and that you'd be reminded that for me it isn't over. Never Welcome back to Keep It Magic. Oh, I love that girl's voice. <laughs> I'm Jackie Smith, and I'm here with my co-host, Storm Sestivani, and we're here with our special guest, Dorothy Morrison. And if you have a question for Dorothy or Storm or me, Jackie, about love and love spells, give us a call. The number is 760 539 
535. And we're back with Dorothy. And all that that story was the perfect segue to that song. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> and um, so we're going to talk about some of the myths about love spells. What's your favorite, Dorothy? What is your favorite love spell myth? Well, that that you shouldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. You should never coerce someone into love. Well, exactly. You know, you should never do a love spell because it's manipulating someone else's free will. Well, you know, every spell you could possibly do is going to manipulate someone's free will, even if it's just a job spell. Okay? So, uh, you know, it... Well, that's I, not I, very I, white light of you. <laughs> well, it's very practical of me. It's the truth. It's <laughs> Okay. It's It's been a long time since I've been called whitey lightsy. I know. That's why I just had to do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um but but you know I I think that um, you know that there's nothing wrong with with doing a love spell. Um, you know people uh, say that you should never uh, perform a love spell on a specific person, and you know I'll I'll agree with that. However, even if you're trying to do a spell to bring the perfect love, you know you know. Princess Perfect or Prince Charming in into your life. It's and you've got already got the hops for somebody. It's really really difficult, not for for the, their image to come up in your mind's eye while while you're doing this spell. <laughs> and and there is a way around that. What you do is you visualize that you visualize the person from the rear. <laughs> lots, of, lots of people look the same from the rear. Okay. And, you, and, the good, and the good news is this this person you're visualizing can have any kind of rear you like. <laughs> I was just going to say, and hopefully it's a nice rear. <laughs> yes, yes. So, you know, that's, that's that, a particular that's important suggest- to me. What, Storm? Which, 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 I said that's of particular importance to me. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, that that's the way around that. So what, what are some of the other myths that you know that people talk about you shouldn't do or you should do in love spells? Um, hmm. One that I heard, which was crazy, and I don't know where it came from, is that you should never use red because red would make it too um, angry between you. Now, I looked at them and I went, Okay, I'm gonna call bullshit because yeah, that's that that's the biggest load of shit anybody expected you to swallow. Right, because well, I think the reason why so many girls are drawn to the bad boy is because bad boys have passion. They um, that's one of the things that makes them a bad boy. Is they have passion about something. They get riled up. They get there's a lot of energy around them. There's excitement around them, and that's passion. Mm-hmm. Or, or it riles up your passion. And so um, I think that if you want someone that has passion for life, we have a little of that red color. Well, yeah. And, you know, speaking of, you know, not, not using red and, and myths and color, uh, most people think that when they're working a love spell, 
they need to use pink and pink only. You know, that's great because that's going to give you that that wonderful fluffy little romance that that makes you feel warm and fuzzy all over. But if that's all you want, my suggestion is just get a puppy. Yeah. So death Dalmatian. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think, okay. I think we talked about that a little last week when we were talking about the the um, lines between lunar needs, security structure, foundation, um, uh, and erotic needs are different. And I think that the pink love spell color is just them trying to do a soft and, you know, designer imposter Giorgio version um, of, you know, a red hot passion spell. Well, yeah, and so my, my suggestion is when people do love spells, use a red candle and a pink candle. You know, take take a cigarette lighter or an aim and flame and run, run that flame, <clears throat> uh, you know, up and down one the, the, the length of one of the candles and pop the other one next to it so that now they're one candle with two wicks. And use those together because, you know, the, if you're just going to use a red candle, okay, you know, that's going to bring you wild hot jungle sex, but you can really have sex with anybody. If, you know, if you're looking for a real relationship, you want the whole ball of wax here. You want the whole thing. You want the romance, and you want the wild hot, hot jungle sex. So, so, you know, don't do it one at a time. Do it all together. I like it. Well, I, you know, I'm a fan of burning more than one candle at a time. Oh, yeah, I am too. You know, sometimes <laughs> I, I, th- I think Mark is afraid I'm going to set the damn house on fire. <laughs> right. One of my faves for, um, well, on our blessing kit from the Coventry line, we have Love and Lust. And it's the Attraction Love candle, the um, uh, fire candle. <laughs> what, what candle is it? I don't remember. Like what's the third one? Is it the sun or was it um, the pan candle? What am I thinking? Of course it was the pan candle. I call it my one night stand combo pack, but when uh-huh. I called it one night stand, it didn't sell, so I changed it to love and lust. And um, <clears throat> and that that's what that's all about. It's like heat up that energy, get that energy going, and and whether that one night stand is with your mate or that one night stand is you know because you're single. Yeah. But it just heats that up. You know, I I think um, using the the witch's brew love spell candle uh-huh. with with the red stilettos would Ooh. yeah would really really you know bring, you know bring you somebody special. I have also used um, the the either the male energies or the female energies depending on who I want to call to me. Although I'm a straight girl. So I tend to use the male energies candle if I'm looking for some love, but um, add that into it, and then you're going to pull that that person to you, pull mm-hmm. somebody. Yeah. So I like I like that. Now you and I have um, we were talking about one of I was talking about how one of the best love spells you can cast is one on yourself, and you you were not agreeing with me. And the reason why I I said that is so often I get clients who come in who are coming in for the fifth time for the fifth love spell on the same guy. And and so I say, okay, well, it's now it's time to work on your self-esteem. <laughs> now it's time to work on how you feel about yourself and if this is okay that you're still hanging on to this guy. And but you were saying and, that... And, and do they listen to you? Actually, 
they have. Well, it's all in my phraseology. We, you know, we need to give you a trophy of some kind. <laughs> <laughs> it's all in my phraseology now, which is a Jackieism. Um, and what I tell them is, let me ask you a question. Are you more attracted to somebody who desperately needs you, or are you more attracted to somebody who doesn't quite need you? Well, of course they're going to be more, be more attracted to someone who doesn't quite need them because it's a challenge. Exactly. So what? that's how I phrase it. So if you are more centered in yourself, more confident in yourself, and you don't need him, you're going to look like a hot tamale to him. And he's going to be more interested in you at that point than if he always feels like you're trying to grab onto him. You, you know, now that that I will agree with because... Something I learned many, many years ago, and it was a hard lesson, was that the person who appears to love the least is always the partner in the relationship who is loved the most. It's true. And unfortunately, I'm not sure. Storm, my psychology professor here. Yes. Why is that? <laughs> there is no reason. <laughs> There is because human beings always want what they can't have. Um, human beings want what they what they can't have, but I don't think that it's a one size fit all. Um, some people don't have the gumption or uh, the assertiveness to go after what they don't what, what they can't have. You know that they are are either a wallflower or they're sitting on it. They may be going on in their fantasy life, but it doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to go on in their physical life. Um, I think that probably, um, psychologically, I think that we go for somebody that does not, this is going to sound vulgar, but somebody does, that does not fit into the hole perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Uh, you know, I think that, you know, for example, if you look at it this way, if you, we tend to, when we get our little list out and we want, we want to um, find somebody, we will write down a list of qualifications, and we usually want somebody that likes the same things that we do, and we have a lot in common and things of that nature. Now, I want you to visualize, this, visualize it this way. You now have met your man, your quote-unquote violet twin flame, Poofery soulmate, um, <laughs> and uh, you know every day the two of you get up in the morning and you brush your teeth and you have some breakfast and you go to work and you come home and you have roast beef and mashed potatoes every day. You watch Little House on the Prairie um, <laughs> and then you go to bed every single day. It gets pretty boring after a while when you have somebody that has the same exact qualities that you have. Okay, so basically, I think that we look for somebody that that more brings in the qualities that we don't have. I think you're right about that. feel more complete. That. You know, uh, for, for example, you know, Mark is very, very level-headed. He's, he's a Libra. I am very slow to anger. But, but occasionally, you know, somebody will push me way too far and I'm pissed. I'm real pissed. And he'll come in and he'll say, What's, you know, how was your day? What's going on? What's wrong with you? And I'll start, you know, raising hell about something that, that somebody did. And he will look at me and he will say, now, honey, are you, are, are you really pissed off at them or are you pissed off at yourself because you allowed them to push you that far? And, of course, my response to him is, 
Go find something Shut to up. do. Right now, I just want to be pissed for a while, and then I'll be fine. <laughs> but I think that we even choose that often in our friendships, the same thing. We look for people in general that um, add something to us that we don't necessarily have. Yeah, yeah. But, you, you know, uh, the, the the fact of the matter is, once I rant and rave and peel myself off the ceiling, I think about what he said, and he's right. I'm mad at me. I'm not mad at them. I rarely like to admit that Phoenix is right, but he is so often. I'm so glad he doesn't listen to this show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he knows he's right. Drives me crazy. But, you know, opposites do attract. You would not tolerate somebody else. I would not tolerate that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and that's that's a little bit of the, um, that uh, excitement, bad boy syndrome, too, sometimes. Um, I think it helps balance you out internally. They give you permission Mm -hmm. to be a little bit different. Mm -hmm. They give you permission to, to look at a different side of yourself. I think we have both of those. I'm, I know. Well, I found my bad girl about eight years ago, and I have not been able to shove her back in the box. <laughs> well, it's archetypal. If you look at the movie Grease, which I love uh, movies for this reason, if you look at the movie Grease, Sandra D, i.e. Olivia Newton-John, who never looked better in tights ever. Um, uh, uh, was not attracted to the jock boy that society would say, you know, she should get together with that jock boy there. He's kind of smart, and, you know, he's going to have him, uh, he's going to get picked by college, and they're going to be able to, you know, get old, and he'll, you know, one day pull a muscle and get a beer gut, and, you know, they'll just sit around and lay and, you know, spend all his millions. She wasn't attracted to him. She was attracted to Z- Danny Zuko, the bad boy. It was when she became a bad girl that the relationship transformed. Yes. Yeah, he tried to become a good boy too. Don't forget. Well, he wanted to be a good boy to the bad girl. Right. So, all right, back to love spells, because that's what they did on each other. They did a little love spell on each other, which um, you, Dorothy, you and I were talking about um, the simple everyday love spells you can do to attract somebody new in your life. Just everyday stuff. And yeah. I, I do love the book Enchantments of the Heart because you have some lovely stuff in there about different fragrances to wear, et cetera. Okay. Let's let's talk about fragrances. You know, a lot of people say that you should, um, you know, wear, oh, these floral fragrances like um, rose and jasmine because they're they're connected with with love and you know i think that's all well and fine and if you like that and lang lang you know if you like that that sweet stuff that's that's wonderful but you know i have found that um spicy fragrances tend to bring love and and that wild hot jungle sex all at one time. You know, the kitchen is the heart of the home. And when you incorporate spices that make you feel loved, that make everybody feel loved, I mean, if you walk into a home and you smell cinnamon rolls, mm-hmm. I mean, how does that make you feel? That that Apparently makes you feel... Morning. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, homemade cinnamon rolls. Aren't, I mean, aren't, aren't, aren't those the very best? I mean, it makes you feel warm and fuzzy all over, and all kinds of other things too. 
Mm-hmm. So, you know, well, it's true. And uh, um um that the vanilla, the different spices are more attracting to men. You want to wear something that's going to attract the person you're looking for. Exactly. Exactly. Um clove is one of the um great seduction fragrances. <laughs> you know, you know, toss in a little cinnamon, a little ginger. And and you know, you're you're in for for a wild hot ride. <laughs> I find that um men tend to like a tiny bit of jasmine, not a lot, just a tiny bit of jasmine mixed with that spice. The um the Blessed Herbal Attraction Love Candle is cinnamon and lavender. Mhm. That um sparks up that love and makes it hot. Mhm. Yeah. It does. And, you know, some people are really big on using patchouli for, for, for love. Uh, and uh, and there's and there some... You want to make that noise at the same time? Uh, well... It smells, in, like, it smells like stale balls. Listen to you. It does. It smells like sweaty, stale balls. You know, I don't know if I'm going to let you talk about the love anymore because you're not interested in it. Dorothy, <laughs> <laughs> continue about patchouli. Well, you know, do not do not douse yourself in in, in patchouli, and here's why. If if you you know, aside from what Storm thinks of it, okay, um, a, a little bit of, of patchouli. Is is a good love attractant if it's mixed with somebody else, but just a little bit, right? Okay, patchouli tends to act like black onyx does. It is an herb of separation. If I want to, for, for example, if one and this has nothing to do with love, but this is a good illustration. At one time, I was living in a house. I was renting a house that was for sale. And so, you know, every time the the realtor would call, I'd have to run around and make the damn place look like house beautiful because they were Mm -hmm. showing the house. And I finally got tired of it, and I couldn't afford to move. And so what I did was I took a bottle of patchouli oil, went went out in the front yard, and I uh, dressed the uh, for sale sign with patchouli. I put a dab of patchouli on each one of the doorknobs outside and a little mm-hmm. bit across each threshold. And do you know, they did not sell that house while I was there because people <laughs> would come and they would look, but but the, it made them feel funny. They almost couldn't wait to get out of there. So so I if you're going to use something for a love attractant, don't douse yourself with, you know, with, with, with patchouli because it's going to have the opposite effect. <laughs> right, a little goes a long way. A little goes a long way on that. Um, <laughs> uh, you know what is one of um, when we in, in our a couple of our love candles, we have it very sweet. Um, like uh, well, the love spell candle has some vanilla in it and a touch of date, and um, amongst other things. But um, that sweetness, people like that sweetness. It's kind of like as I was putting the recipe together, I thought we well, gotta catch more flies with honey. You know, we all like a little bit of honey on here. Well, yeah. 
Yeah. So what are some some of your other favorites for that you can do every day for for love? You know, I like red lingerie. Doesn't it just make you feel sexy? Well, it does. And you know, it's it it makes you feel good all over. You know, it makes you feel like you've got the world by the tail. And you know, this isn't something that's just for women. You know, guys, you know, <laughs> you know, red briefs are fun too, or red thongs. Uh, yeah. Um, you just mute yourself, Storm. I'm done with you. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm reading. The, I'm. I'm. I'm over here. I'm going to have to to walk away from my computer. I'm. I'm reading what what he's posting here. Mm. Uh, I know. <laughs> but uh, you know, um, if if you if you feel good and you look good, women always put on your makeup. You know, if you're out looking right. for, for love, do it. You know. Don't leave the house unless, don't poke your head out to get the damn newspaper unless you look like a million bucks. Now, I'm not saying that you have to put on your heels. You know, you have to wear your heels to go get get the newspaper or take out the trash. But if you you look good and feel good, you are projecting this energy. And and that is very powerful. And that's a natural attractant at that point. Positive energy is a natural attractant for um for anybody in any love situation. And and before so before you can cast love spells. I mean, I love this line. You can cast love spells all day long, but if you never leave your house, if you never feel good about yourself, you're going to get somebody who matches that. Exactly. You know, the other thing that that I suggest that that people do is um hmm, simplify in their home. Go through, and people uh, people are going to start groaning, okay, when I talk about this. But, you know, things that, you know, pe- women tend to hang on to things, um, items that are left over from old relationships. Mm-hmm. You know, movie tickets. Um, you know, little mementos here, there, and yonder. You know, you're looking for a new relationship, ladies. Get rid of that crap, especially yep. if you're hanging on to, to something that that makes you sad. You know, um, I, I had a, a friend whose fiance got got killed in in a car wreck, and ten years later, she was still looking for love. And you know, I went in her house and I said, "Why do you have all this stuff left over from Bob?" And and she said, "Well, you know." Uh, you know, sentimental value, blah, blah, blah. And I said, well, you know, honey, you're not ready for love. You need to get rid of it. Mm-hmm. You know, give it to his family. You know, do something with it. But get it out of your house. Because sometimes you have to make room for for for, for something new, and that means getting rid of the old stuff. It's very important. because And, and, and once she was rid of it, you know, and, it, and trust me, it took a long time for her to get rid of it, okay? But once she was rid of it, then, you know, dates came. It was amazing. It, it's so true. Now, that was the perfect segue for our next break and the next song that I'm playing. And <laughs> and when we come back, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about love spells on somebody you already have. Maybe we'll we'll wrap it up with a couple of really 
hot, quick love spells for you. So do not touch that dial. We will be back in a flash. And I'm going to leave you with this song that I'm going to be singing when I go and sing porch songs. I'm feeling mighty lonesome Haven't slept a wink I walk the floor and watch the door And in between I drink Black coffee Love's a hand-me-down brew I'll never know a Sunday in this weekday room. I'm talking to the shadows, one o'clock till four. And Lord, how slow the moments go when all I do is pour black. Since the blues caught my eye I'm hanging out on Monday My Sunday dreams To dry Now man is Go loving A woman's born To weep and fret To stay at home And tend her oven And drown her past regrets In coffee and cigarettes I'm Morning all the night And in between It's nicotine And not much heart to fight Black coffee Feeling low as the ground It's driving me crazy This waiting for my baby Maybe come around. And we are back live. Oh, I love that song. So pick up the phone and give us a call at 760-539-3235. And if you have enjoyed this show, which I know you have, um, please hit the like button at the top of the page on Blog Talk Radio. And if you want Keep It Magic on the go, you can download us on iTunes. Just do a search on Keep It Magic. And you can also find us on the keepitmagic.com website. This show is sponsored by CoventryCreations.com, where magic always happens, and we've got a lot of wicked witch magic there too. So we wanna we wanna share that with you. And Dorothy Morrison, who is our favorite witch, 
She is available at wickedwitchstudios.com where you can find not only her Wicked Witch products, Wicked Witch Mojo products, and she's got her hexology jars and she's got bags and um, cloths and stuff you wouldn't even dream about until you saw it. So here we are. We're back with my good friend Dorothy and my good friend Storm. Hey. 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 <laughs> That's all I get. All I I'm get. more controlled. I've unmuted myself. <laughs> I get hey. Huh. <laughs> Isn't that a great song? I yeah. Like that song. I'm excited about my <clears throat> my stage debut. That's gonna be fun. I'll I'll videotape it for you, Storm, because I know yeah. you won't be here for that. <laughs> so we spent some time on talking about love spells on somebody you don't have. And I think one of the things people tend to forget is you can do a little bit of love spells on the ones you do have to keep it spiced up, to keep you know, keep that love and feeling. And um, what are some of your favorites with that, Dorothy? Because you have some good ones on there. You know, I I like magnetic poetry. I I love it. <laughs> you know, you can usually find that at one of the um, bookstore chains, mm-hmm. and and it's got and they have different little packages and they're little magnets with words, and oh, well. and, you, and you cut the words apart, <clears throat> and you know any place that has metal on it. You know they'll they'll stick to, and I uh, you know we leave each other little messages on the bathroom mirror, on the range hood, and you know if you don't know what what to say, then you know be be creative. You know um, write some things out like I would walk through puppy drool to blank. <laughs> no. <laughs> I would suffer patchouli to blame. No. Yeah. No. Listen to him. Oh, you're just oh. an old curmudgeon today. <laughs> oh my goodness. So, um I I love when you said it doesn't need any complicated spells to create a little magic with your current partner. No, it doesn't. You know, not not at all. These, you know, people forget that everyday things create magic. Magic is not some some favorite jacket that you put on and take off at will. It's 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 a way of life, and your every action can be magical. Um, you know, one of the things that that I do too occasionally, if if, I, if I'm packing Mark's lunch. Now, a lot of times, you know, he fixes his own, but occasionally. I will put a note in his sandwich. Between the bread? Yes. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. So he's chewing into it? <laughs> well, honey, I I I put I am so glad I am not bread, married okay? to you. We would but, be fighting constantly. But, <laughs> but, but, yeah. But, you know, there it is. You take a bite, he bites in the sandwich and there it is. You know, there you know, there there's a note. Uh, you know, uh, put, you know, put a card. It, you know, in, in, in your love's, you know, briefcase or purse. Just toss it in. Mhm. Um. You know, everybody likes that. But, you know, everybody likes to know that they're being thought of. Um. You know, really, really. Yeah, and I think that's what. I think that's what it is. 
I'm thinking about you. I'm considering you. You are important to me because I think in relationships, we, they become so important to you, they become secondary. Well, well, well they do. You know, and, and life is so busy these days. You know, we've got all kinds of things, you know, go, you know going on. Uh, you know, some, some people have, you know, if you've got, a, you know, a family, you know, you've got the kids to take care of, you have bills to pay, uh, you know, you, you've got extracurricular activities, you're running kids here and there, you know, oh, you've got, you know, a meeting at the office, you know, such and such. Everybody's trying to juggle their to-do list, which is ten pages long, mm-hmm. and at the end of the day, it's like everybody's wiped out. And after right. after a while, you know, you start to feel as if you've got, even if you're, you know, living with somebody and, and have a long-term, um, um, you know, r- relationship with them, you know, you're starting to feel like roommates. And, and you right. forget what made you fall in love in the first place. And sometimes all it takes is just that that extra little thought. Right. That's all. You, you know, what, what, one of my favorite things when, when I'm leaving uh, to, to go on a trip, Mark leaves really early in the morning. And so, uh, you know, he's always gone by, by the time, you know, I head for the airport. But I will, we have a huge bathroom mirror. And and I will write him a message in lipstick across it. <laughs> because I know Again, he's going to say that. That would drive Storm crazy, but I like it. <laughs> yeah. You, you know, it's, it's it's part of the bad girl thing, you know. <laughs> nice, nice, prim, proper little girls don't do things like that. Right, right. It's so often when people come to me and looking for um, – what candle do I need for this? What do I need for that? They want the other person to step up to the plate and and do more, and and uh, it's it's like well I want him to be more attentive. I want this. I want that, and so they want a spell to make them more attentive. And one of the first things they say is that absolutely this will help. This you know loves enchantment, blessed herbal candle, or red stilettos would help great with that. Or come to mama on the on the wicked witch mojo line, but. Absolutely, light this candle and show them the example of what that looks like. Yeah, because if if you're not giving it, it's um uh, if you're not giving it out as far as that attention and that respect, you're never going to get it back. So you got to be the example. You, you know, you, you you have to be the example, and and sometimes you know I you know if you're you're thinking about mm, you know what what would my significant other like blah 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 blah. Think about what what would make your heart go pitter patter. Mhm. And and yep. then do that. You know, you know, turn it around. Because you know you 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 get what you give. Absolutely. I I love how you have in the book. Learn what kind of person they are. Are they are they sound? Are they visual? Are they emotional? Okay. Um, I I I think it's real important to discover what what kind of lover you have. But in order to do that, you have to really listen to them when they speak. Mm-hmm. Because if you can learn to speak their language, they will do anything you want. <laughs> um, <laughs> lovers of sound, okay, are very very easy to to spot. Probably the easiest of all, because they often have their their head on their their hand close to to their ear, like they're talking on the phone. 
So easy, easy to spot. Um, when they're likely to say things like, do you hear what I'm saying? They speak in sound terms here. Okay? Lovers of sight, visual people, are also fairly easy to spot because when they're talking, their eyes will often, um, they'll often like look up. They, you know, they want their head, but their eyes will, will go up toward, toward, toward their head when, when they're thinking of something. Mm-hmm. When when they're speaking, they're they're likely to say, "Look," <laughs> <laughs> blah 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 blah. Okay, or do you see what I mean? Right. The emotional lover, feelings people, are are a little more difficult because. Um, unless you're living with them, that they are are the people who want every all their their laundry double dosed and downy. Okay, Hello. you you will never find them wearing anything that is pure wool, never, because it it's scratchy. Okay. They want things soft, soft and velvety and and wonderful. Um, they they say things like. I'm not comfortable with that. Right. And sometimes people will, will say, oh, you know, I've got a combo here. You know, part this, part that. No, you don't. There are only three kinds of people. And, you know, this this doesn't just work in love relationships. This works in any relationship. On my Rolodex, on the back of business cards, I have written down who my business contacts are. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So I know how to speak to them to, to, to get what I want. Right. That's it's so true. And um do you find that, that emotional people either need to be touched or specifically not touched? Touch is uh, important either way. Y- yeah, either way. Either way. Mm-hmm. Um lovers of sound like to hear their name. <laughs> In a real breathy way, spoken real loud. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> but, but yes, I, I think, uh, Jackie, I think your husband is probably a feelings person. Yes, he is. That's exactly what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He is very much, very much so in that regard. And he has to be very comfortable um, to the point where he doesn't like to sit in the new chairs that I bought. Well, you see. I hope so, well, you get rid of the You should have come to the store with me when I picked them out. Anyway. <laughs> uh. <laughs> the, the other thing so, is... Go ahead. The other thing is... No, no. Uh, well, I was I was getting ready to twist things a little bit, so so if, you, if you've okay. got something else that, that you want to say about this, then go ahead and no, say it. No, twist away. Twist okay. away, sister. I, 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 you know, communication is is so important, and... It's usually the, the the lack of proper communication is usually the reason that relationships fail. Mm-hmm. And and it, I think it's because most people don't realize that the human brain is not geared to actually hear negatives. Have Have you ever said to to your mate something like, uh, "Please don't forget to pick up the dry cleaning." Well, if you say that, I can promise you that your mate is going to come home with no dry cleaning and you're going to be mad as hell. Correct. Okay? Because the brain doesn't hear don't. Mm-hmm. 
the brain is all, all the brain hears is please forget to pick up the dry cleaning. Okay, <laughs> that's what's going on in there. Okay, if if you want somebody to pick up the dry cleaning, what you say instead is please remember to pick up the dry cleaning. So any of those negative words don't, can't, won't. You know, you need to erase those from your vocabulary when you're speaking with your mate. Well, specifically men. Men specifically cannot hear that. (laughs) I am having a woman moment to say that. But the guys that, um, all the men that I know, don't hear don't. Uh -uh. It's a double negative. (laughs) Well, well, yeah. And and, and this is why they they think no means yes. Well, there's a reason why you should never say don't and stop together. <laughs> really? Exactly. <laughs> now, one of the things that I do say is that you have to learn each other's language, which is that's part of that. Are they um, sound, visual, or feelings? You have to learn each other's language because why would you not if you care about this person? Exactly. Uh, and, that's, and And you brought me right to that with all the things that you said. Now, before we run out of time, what I thought we should talk about is some basics in love spells. No matter what, is there some basics that we should cover if we're doing any type of love spell? We kind of covered a little bit of them, the fragrances, pay attention to that. We talked about a little bit of color. Um, but let's talk about some good basics on that. You know, um, one of my very favorite love spells is a basil spell. Oh, I love and you know you 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 get a package of basil seeds and a little pot and some potting soil and a paper and um you know just just a regular sheet of computer paper you know it's fine copy paper you know whatever mm-hmm. get some colored markers draw a heart in in the middle of the paper and color it you know, with, with your markers or your crayons or, you know, whatever. And, you know, put, draw some flowers and some birds and color that up real pretty. And then fold it in thirds like a business letter. And then fold it in thirds again. And put it in the bottom of your pot. And think of this as a bed. You are, you are making a bed of, of romance. And, you know, call, uh, you know, we, we talked about uh, love goddesses last week, okay? Um, you know, call on your, your favorite love goddess, whichever one is appropriate to, 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 to you and, and to, to what you want, and ask her to, to bless this bed of love. And, and then, you know, finish filling the, the, the pot with, with, with the soil and, and plant the seeds and water this. With the idea that as this basil grows, so will love bloom and grow. So this is something that that people can can use if they're looking for love, or they, or they can use this to deepen the love that they've already got. The only catch is you can't forget to water this. <laughs> okay. Now, shortcut on that one is buy a pre-grown basil plant. <laughs> Well, yeah, no, but I think except you won't have your bed. True, you know. True, 
But, um, but, it's, but it's, it one of the things I do say is that if there's tension in the house, if you and your mate are arguing, just bring some basil plants in there, live ones, not not clipped basil, but a live basil plant, and it helps calm that. So it helps create um, camaraderie and deepen love. Mm-hmm. So let's, I do let's, love basil plants. Let's, let, let's talk for just a second about something else, um, anger in, in, in a relationship. There's a very, very easy way to, to cool that. To start with, you know, if if you have a delicate subject that you're going to bring up, my my suggestion is that before you discuss it with your mate, make make sure that no one is wearing clothes. It's really hard to get pissed off at people when they're <laughs> naked. Okay, that's that's to start with. Okay, but if tempers begin to flare anyway, visualize. Drip. A pink heart, mm-hmm. and then divide it into four pieces in your mind's eye, and take out just completely erase the lower left hand quadrant. Okay. I promise you immediately, whoever is pissed off will settle down. Interesting. Works every time. Now, why the lower left-hand quadrant? I don't know. I just know it works, and that's good enough for me. Okay, sometimes you, sometimes you get because I said so. No, magic. no, not 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 this time. Uh, you know, this is you know this is something that the no woman taught taught me when I was a kid. Hmm. And and if it'll work on Sister Mary Menopause, it'll work on anybody. <laughs> <laughs> but one uh, of my goats. No, go ahead. But well, but what I'm saying is that that it has it has worked, you know, for me in in, in intimate relationships. You know, things that that really could have gotten out of hand have have really settled down. And usually, there's an "I'm sorry" that comes along with it, which is what the goal is, right there. Yes. One of my go-to's when I talk to people about, and it's actually kind of magical. In the middle of an argument, nobody ever stops you when you have to go to the bathroom. Or throw up. Nobody ever stops you with that and say, I want to discuss this. I'm going to use the bathroom. By the time you come back, everyone's taking a breath. Mm-hmm. And and that's actually one of my little magical moments, too, because even if you just go stand in there, tap your foot, and breathe, mm-hmm. you know, because you kind of col- collect yourself and see what's... See and what's you might as well clean the sink while you're in there. Listen, Mr. Lysol, <laughs> you're on mute still. <laughs> What are some of your other um, favorite, um, well, although neither you nor I have practiced any magic to bring a new person in, because that would just get complicated, um, what is some of your favorite stuff for new love? You know, um, I uh, I like, well, okay, my, my favorite thing for, for new love is let's mm-hmm. let's have a bar scenario, okay? Now, mm-hmm. I have never met a good significant other at at a bar but but it happens um you know there's you know i i like the victoria's secret miracle bra spell oh you know, that you 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 put on your victoria's secret you know miracle bra you're 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 dressed to the nines 
you walk in and you buy the guy a drink, okay? It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's a great icebreaker. Um, but, you know, I suggest that guys make a love charm. And there's, there, there's a great little love charm in Enchantments of the Heart that, uh, that doesn't take a whole lot of doing. And, you know, if, uh, if, if you're sitting at the bar and some good-looking gal walks in and she's obviously by herself, what an icebreaker. Would you like to see my love charm? <laughs> that could get you slapped, Dorothy. <laughs> no, no, he just has to have he's got he's got he's got to have quick hands in his pocket, you know? I mean it's like no no, really, look, here it is. Oh, yeah. I'm going back on mute. <laughs> <laughs> That's an interesting would you like it's like asking if they want to see your etchings. I like that. Would you like to see my love charm? Yeah, yeah. Um you know, so so I think that's that's a great icebreaker. You know, and and people love uh, the idea of getting to know someone who's got a sense of humor. True. Yeah. So, you know, uh, I, I you know I think that's just just a great little gem. Um, what what are some of your favorite ones, Jackie? Let's see. Some of my favorite go-tos are, well, of course, they usually involve my products, Cleo May. You wear Cleo May oil, and you will get all the attention in the world, no matter where you go. And I went to, um, the first time I made it, I wore it to um, a husband's um, friend reunion from high school, not a class reunion, but a friend reunion. Um and I had people buying me drinks and asking me to dance all night long. And Phoenix just looked at me and he said, what the hell did you do? <laughs> and and I find that it works no matter where you are. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's um, and you just get some great attention because it's, it's um, an energizer for your own personal power. I call it the, queen, the, the goddess bitch uh, fragrance because you become the goddess and the bitch at the same time. Um, quick ones um, that I like is um, using two ribbons, a red a red ribbon and a white ribbon. And if I try and say that too fast, it'll sound like a wet ribbon and a white ribbon. Um, You'll sound like Elmer Fudd. Yes, exactly. Um, and what I'll do is I'll wrap them around a base of two candles, one male candle, one female candle. And it, it can be any candles you want. It can be like you know, the love or the lover pan, or it can be male and female, whatever. Just wrap them around the base and let the wax drip over them as they burn. And and um, what I like to do is place them on a um, a card that has the, the description of what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. And it should just draw on somebody right to you. Um, and or Or you can start off with the candles separate and you tighten the ribbons. You pull the ribbons together. And the reason why that ribbon is you're looking to wrap yourself up with that person. To not just have a date, you're looking for something a little more in-depth. Mm-hmm. Um, um, you know, speaking of candles, uh, if you have met somebody and you want them to call, one of my, my very favorite things is to get um, go to your arts and crafts store and get a doll needle. Like, And, and they come like in... Oh, I don't know. Three inch, you know, eight inch, ten inch. Get get like an eight inch needle. Okay, and, and, a doll and needle. Uh huh. Okay. And and they're very sturdy. Uh huh. And um, 
and and what you do is you take a pair of pliers and you you hold you hold the the head of the needle and you drop the point you drive the point down in the center of the candle right next to the wick okay and you um you you know drive it down as far as it will go until it's flush until the point is flush with the bottom Mm-hmm. And when that uh, candle begins to start to fall out of the needle, I mean, out, when the needle starts to fall out of the candle after that, and when, it, when it's burned that much, they will call you. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I love it. I love it. Well, we're at the end already. Can you believe well, it? Where did the time go? I know. Lickety split. Talk about love. Storm gets dirty. We all lose track of time. <laughs> My job is to provide comic relief. Well, we <laughs> that's, that's right, Storm. Not a three inch size is everything. Yes, it is. <laughs> I've been saying about that about wicks for years. So thank you all for joining us. We're going to have Dorothy for two more shows this month. And um, thank you all for joining us this afternoon. You can listen to us live every single Thursday. you got two more Thursdays with Dorothy, and then it's just Storm and I on our own, but we have tons of guests coming in the future. We're 4 o'clock on the East Coast, 1 o'clock on the West Coast, and every hour in between. To reach Storm off the air, go to psychicfriendsnow.com. To reach Dorothy Morrison off the air, go to wickedwitchstudios.com. And to reach Jackie off the air, you can go to coventrycreations.com. And for some reason, that's also the um, our, our patron of the show. Who would have thought? <laughs> Who would have thought? Uh, make sure you check out our, our show website at www.keepitmagic.com where we're constantly adding new articles, new content, new spells, new love. We have a great one um, that, that from Dorothy that was just put up the other day. And thanks, everybody, for listening, and we will see you again next week.
Sexy and I know 